0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR. Hey
1: everybody, this is Jonathan Colton, just uh, sitting around here, feeling a little lonely, so I think I'm going to call my pal, Ophira Eisenberg, host of NPR's Ask Me Another. Let's see if she's around. What's going on? Ophira, hi. Hey. Oh, how you doing? G- what uh, What a surprise. What, I'm not bothering it's, you, am I? No. You're in the middle of something?
2: Yeah, I'm totally in the middle of watching Time Dry. Yeah. How are you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it takes a long time.
2: <laughs> it's, wow. It goes slow. Uh, how are you doing?
1: I'm okay. I was Good. just uh, sitting around here feeling bored because, you know, not a lot to do. True. True. Yeah. And Um, I thought I'd check in and and see how you were doing.
2: I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. Just, um, I have to say, because we were doing, you know, like everybody else, it's just been comfort. What's comforting? A lot of bread. And then we did cookies. Definitely have been drinking quite a lot of wine. Matter of fact, I had to scale back on drinking wine at night. Because A, I couldn't afford it. (laughs) It's just (laughs) pricey. Uh-huh. And also, I completely lost my tolerance. <laughs>
1: that's, that's the worst.
2: <laughs> right. You're a half bottle in. You're like, what's happening? Yeah, Where exactly. is the why? <laughs> All right. I guess I'm ready to do some math. You know, like... I. <laughs> um, but I feel like this week, I was like, I don't want pizza. I want to eat healthy. I'm starting yeah. to, yeah, feel like... You, uh, you feel
1: like you're. St- it's starting to turn from the... All bets are off, anything to get through it. You're starting to turn from that to a more long-term, like, I really need to take care of myself in spite of the situation. I feel that drive. Yeah. But I'm trying to think if I've actually done anything in my life uh, to, <laughs> to head in that direction. And I feel like I probably haven't.
2: Wouldn't you love to feel tired? Like, not
1: weary or broken down? but just, yeah, just tired. Just a plain old tired, like I've been awake long <laughs> enough. Not, not yeah, like the kind I, of like... I've
2: been doing things in a certain way that would tire me
1: out. <laughs> yeah, instead of the <laughs> I've been sitting here and I've had it feeling.
2: Uh, yeah. I, um, yeah, I'm certainly not... What am I losing over here? I'm losing... I've been losing my patience a lot uh-huh. with my
1: dear child. Oh, it is hard being in a house with your family all the time. It just is.
2: You know, it turns out we've been living together under the same roof for four years. Mm-hmm. But it also turns out we have never lived together, actually.
1: It's true, Nance. Now we, we have to do all our counting to ten in front of each other, which is like, <laughs> nobody likes to see that. Are you counting? Dad, are you counting? Yes. Give yep. me a second. I'm only on seven. <laughs> Eight.
2: Now you made me lose track. Ugh.
1: Now I have to start over. I hope ten. you're happy. Nine. Nine. <laughs> but speaking of holding it together, I wonder if you would do me the favor of providing my life with a, a little normalcy. Let me, let me ask you, yeah, is it okay if I play the song?
2: Oh, the song.
1: Let's play the song and then we'll do a show. From NPR and WNYC coming to you from our respective homes in beautiful Brooklyn, New York. It's NPR's hour of puzzles, word games, and infrequent bathing. Ask me another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now, here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
2: Thanks, Jonathan. We have an amazing episode for you. Joining us from the inside of his fringed mask, we'll talk to country musician Orville Peck, and from the podcast Crazy In Bed, comedians Alyssa Lempiris and Mae Wilkerson, plus a special game from one of our youngest listeners. But first coming to us together. We have comedian Mitra Johari of Adult Swim's Three Busy Debras and comedian Whitmer Thomas, whose comedy special The Golden One is on HBO. Let's welcome on the line remote from their home, we have Mitra Johari and Whitmer Thomas. Hello. Hello. Hi. So how are you guys doing?
3: How's it going? It's all right. I feel like we've like on any given day, it's much harder or much easier wit, I would say, does better with anxiety and existential <laughs> dread than I do. but I enjoy cooking more. so
4: <laughs> I have a pretty I have a pretty um annoying personality, and I think that um <laughs> Nietzsche already knew that going into this, so I think you were prepared. For me to be, like, hopping up and down and yelling and, you know, doing dances and not talking in my real voice for seven hours straight. (laughs) You don a
2: character just to mix things up for a while? Are they uh, any particular voices or are they all made-up characters? Like, I know from, you know, that you're good at impressions. Um,
4: (laughs) I think they're made-up characters that have no real writing to them. It's mostly just like, this is a guy named Pork or... (laughs) And I just get obsessed with saying, I'm pork.
3: Yeah, what'll what'll latch onto a word for a couple days. We've been watching Righteous Gemstones, which is very good and okay. very, very funny. But there's a song that is in Righteous Gemstones that has been sort of on loop but with fake lyrics and not real words. Sort yeah. of like um like a scat type right. situation.
4: Very much a scat. And the song is called Misbehaven that they, the characters sing in that show. And so and the melody is like, and so I'll just go like, a little pork and my name is Pork. <laughs> and I don't know why, but Pork right now is funny, the name uh, Pork. I think it's Pork funny. always good. Very funny,
2: very funny. <laughs> it all comes together full circle. And Mitra, how's work going? Because you've been working on your series, Three Busy Debras, right?
3: Yeah, we're. Um, I've been in writer's rooms for the whole quarantine basically um, Yeah. so mostly very positive you know that's it's really nice to have a place to quote unquote go every day i, I the ways that i've been Making it feel like I'm going to work every day are so bleak. I, I bought a I bought a new pair of shoes, and they're my work shoes. They only exist in my bedroom, which is where I work. I put on my work shoes, and then I'm, I'm at work. And then I take high them heels, off when work is high over. High heels? Yeah, sort of some sexy Louboutins. I figured. Uh, <laughs> just, just white sneakers. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right, not like
2: we haven't warmed up, but we are going to warm up with a game. Let's warm up with a game. Your first game is an audio game. We're going to play you a clip of an awesome Winning film and a clip from a pop song. You're just going to tell us the movie and the song and the artist or just any one of those things or a thought you've had. <laughs> okay,
4: this Amazing. sounds really fun.
2: <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> a soft place to land. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. Wit, this one's for you.
1: I want you
3: to get up right now
4: and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell I'm as mad as hell and I'm not going. Well, the song is uh, Twisted Sister.
2: That is correct.
4: And The um, artist. And the movie is also uh, tw- called Twisted Sister. <laughs> <laughs> not- <that's> <laughs> I don't know the name of that movie, though. <laughs> I'm mad at hell and I'm not going to take it. Yeah. They will start running around the house talking like that.
2: That's, that's a great impression. Can't wait.
3: Thank you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, you get a point. Twisted Sister, we're not going to take it. Correct. And the movie is Network.
4: Oh whoa, Network, one of my favorite movies. <laughs> <laughs> Truly one of my favorite movies.
2: I mean, I was looking at that clue and I was like, first of all, this is no time to not take it. This is the time right now in history to take it. We should be taking yeah. it.
4: Take it. It. We have to it. Take all of it. Also a great opportunity to read Making Movies by Sidney Lumet, who directed <laughs> oh, yeah. Network.
0: That's
4: right. <laughs> <laughs> you read do, a know. Whole you do know. You do know. I just want everybody to know that I know about Network. No,
1: you know the movie, you love the movie, and also you read a book about the movie. You just don't know the famous quote from it. All All right, Mitra, this 1995 movie won the Oscar for Best Picture.
5: Would you be willing to trade all the days from this day to that for one chance, just one chance, to come back here and tell our enemies that they may take our lives? But they'll
3: never take what oh. you say.
5: You know.
2: You know so much. I can tell.
3: Okay, so is that Braveheart?
2: <laughs> it certainly is.
3: Wow, thank you for that. (laughs) I I guarantee I haven't seen any of the movies, but at least that guy had a Scottish accent. Yes,
1: yes, that helped narrow it down for sure. Right. And Mitra, do you want to take a guess on the song or the artist?
3: Is it called Freedom? It is called Freedom. Sure it is. George Michael.
5: George Michael. Yay! Wow. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Okay, Wit, this 1954 film won Best Picture.
5: You don't understand. I could have had class. I could have been a contender. I could have been. Somebody wow. watched, told me the world is going to roll me. Really I good. ain't the sharpest tool in the
4: shed. Con- <laughs> Here's my perfect Marlon Brando. just I could have a I could have had coins. <laughs> um, all right. The song is All Star by Smash Mouth. Yes. Yeah. And that movie is On the Waterfront. All correct. I was going to say River's Edge. but And I would
3: have guessed The Contenders.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Very different film.
2: Well, uh, uh, On the River Edge is, of course, the prequel, and The Contenders is the sequel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Very different film. Mitra, this 1950 movie won the Oscar for Best Original Screenplay.
6: And I promise you I'll never desert you again. Because after Salome,
0: we'll make another picture and another picture. shake it, shake
3: it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it, shake it like a Polaroid picture. shake it. So we've got Hey-ya by OutKast. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. And the most jarring transition from movie to song thus far, I <laughs> <yeah>. think. Totally. <laughs> 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 totally. And um, I couldn't tell you the movie. <laughs> okay, <sorry. laughs>
1: uh, it's all right. It's a movie about the relationship between a struggling screenwriter a dude, and a fading silent movie star, a lady. A lady. Gloria Swanson as Norma Desmond.
2: Oh. A well-known gif. <laughs> She's a well-known gif at this a well-known point. Is gif. the name of it
4: a, a famous street? It is. Yes. Yes.
3: Um. <laughs>
4: we, were on, we were on it the other day.
3: Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> no!
4: What?
3: Sunset Boulevard. Yay! Yes.
2: Hey! <laughs> As you might suspect, you're tied at the end of this game. (laughs) (laughs) After the break, we'll play another game with comedians Mitra Johari and Whitmer Thomas. And later, I will put on a cowboy hat for my conversation with masked country musician Orville Peck. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR.
0: Visit tinydeskcontest.npr.org to learn more. Then check out the Venture X card from presenting sponsor Capital One. Earn unlimited 2x miles on everything you buy and turn everyday purchases into extraordinary trips. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.
1: This is Ask Me Another NPR's Hour of Puzzles, Word Games, and being real smug about installing a bidet last year. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
2: <laughs> it's true, they are sold out. Yeah. Thank you, can't you get so them. much, Jonathan. We're playing games with Mitra Johari from Adult Swim's Three Busy Debras and Whitmer Thomas from the HBO Comedy Special, The Golden One. Okay, you guys ready for another game? Yes.
4: I'm ready to rock.
2: This is called Leaders and Rad Eels. It combines two things we love here on Ask Me Another, trivia about world leaders and anagrams. Okay, I know that's a lot to throw at you. No,
4: I'm really good at both these things. <laughs> I pretty much do them in my sleep okay, I'm great. ready. Okay.
2: <laughs> so I'm going to give you the clue, the clue with the anagrammed historical figure's name, and you just have to identify the leader. Mitra, this first one is for you. Okay. This Speaker of the House is known for Ripping up Trump's speech And wearing bright pink suits But you don't get to where she is Without knowing about everyone in Washington One might dub her A nosy pelican
3: Nancy Pelosi That is correct That one yeah. was really easy It shouldn't
4: count
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, okay well, no, we'll
4: Almost
1: see cheating We gotta warm you up We gotta warm you up to the hard ones Alright, good Thank you Whitmer, this one is for you the first U.S. president was apparently a fan of double negatives, since his name anagrams to, hi, go negate wrongs. Oh, George Washington. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah.
2: He really was the best.
4: Yeah, he was deaf I miss him. <laughs> I favorite, miss, favorite president. Yeah, Everyone's remember, favorite president. Remember back in, oh, those were the good old days.
2: He was the best first president, I guess you yeah. could say. He was the very best one. I blame- no one can take that away from him. <laughs> exactly. That's right. Okay, Mitra, she probably never actually said let them eat cake, but this French leader's name still anagrams to treat. No, I eat mine.
3: Oh, that's
2: perfect. Marie Antoinette. That's correct.
1: <laughs> Kirsten Dunst. <laughs> yeah. All right, Whitmer, this is for you. This woman was imprisoned by her cousin, Elizabeth I of England, and spent years plotting to escape and become the queen herself. One might call it a fancy morose quest. Ooh. Thanks for giving me this one, gang. <laughs> this
4: is where it gets a little harder. I, can, I know a lot about Marie Antoinette because the strokes were in the soundtrack. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, oh. wait a
2: second. There was a movie adaptation of I know, her.
4: And I just saw the cover of it the other day.
2: With a uh, Siirsha Ronan,
1: yes. The anagram is fancy morose quest. Is it?
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 it yes. Oh, me. I like this. Oh,
4: I love this. McGee.
2: Yep, <laughs> McGee. That's right. <laughs>
4: is it? I mean,
2: Scottish could be.
4: Yeah. Um No, I don't remember it, but uh, uh, it's definitely not Mary. Or it why not? Why not? Be, why wouldn't it be? Queen Mary of
1: Scots. Yes. Yeah, Mary, Queen of Scots. That's cool. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah, you, ha- you had it all along. Pork all McGee. Pork right. <laughs> McGee. Oh, if that's...
2: I opened for Pork McGee, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At hilarities. Mitra. After yes. this U.S. president's inauguration, his first lady, Mamie, aimed to fill the White House with antique furniture. So that answers his anagram... Redesigned with who? <laughs> oh,
3: uh.
1: Should be with whom? Technically.
2: Here's a little bit of trivia about him. When he was, uh, let me think, freshman. I think it was a freshman in college. His doctor told him that he had to get his leg amputated, and he said no because of an infection. He said, "I refuse," and then he recovered. Where'd you pull that fact from? That's impressive, Afira. Just that's the only thing I know about American history. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, it. you know what? What I was about to say is so embarrassing, I'm going to use it as my guess, which is yeah. William H. Macy. <laughs> Very close. President,
1: president Macy. <laughs> what if I say uh, the first part of his uh, slogan when he was running for president? I like.
3: Oh, I oh Eisenhower, Dwight. <laughs> Dwight, Dwight, Eisenhower. D. Dwight
1: D. Eisenhower. Dwight D. D. Eisenhower. <laughs> That's
2: right. Do we know why he had to go with the initial? If your name's Dwight Eisenhower, who are you afraid of being confused with?
4: There was already a Dwight Eisenhower in the president's union. (laughs) Exactly. On uh, international president database. (laughs) and the the old international.
1: Okay. They didn't want want to get the royalties mixed up. (laughs) That's right. right. All right, Whitmer, this is for you, and this is the last question. He spent 27 years in prison and became South Africa's first democratically elected president, but few people know that he collected black light animal posters. Hence, his anagram, Send Neon Llama. This is uh, Nelson Mandela. Yeah, you are right.
2: (laughs) Uh, Guess what? It's a tie. So out of everything, you did everything perfectly and are perfectly matched. And once again, we'll continue to succeed
1: it's all good news
2: <laughs> it's all good news that's all I have for you I'm in a full body
3: sweat <laughs> 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 the most I've thought in two months <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: glad, glad we're here for that thank you so much <laughs> Mitra Johari stars in Three Busy Debras on Adult Swim Whitmore Thomas's HBO special is called The Golden One Ah, uh, Mitra, Whit thank you so much for joining us on Ask Me Another
3: thank you
4: thanks for having us
2: I am so psyched to have our next two guests join us. They have a great podcast called Crazy in Bed. They are comedians, writers, and actors. Please welcome Melissa Limparis and Mae Wilkerson. woo Hello! Hello! Thanks for having us. How is it going for you making a podcast in these times? Is it the
6: same, different... Well, funny story. Actually, we had taken a bit of a high. So our podcast is called "Crazy Semicolon in Bed." Um, it's really about being crazy and also being in bed we have a bit of like a catfish name situation going hold on hold on may hold for laughter hold for laughter
5: <laughs> at home
6: yeah it's a joke that we keep hoping one day somebody will find it funny instead it's always just someone being like oh so oh, it's that's, not a sex podcast wow, that's it's a pun
7: wonderful yeah. <laughs> yeah they're walking away
6: we're like hold on <laughs> 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 Uh, so yeah, we, it's about like, you know, mental health and being in bed and it kind of came from a dark time in our lives. Uh, and then we moved to LA and things were doing okay. And suddenly the whole world was crazy and in bed and we were like, they need us. Let's, <laughs> right, we're back. Now's so our time just- to shine. <laughs> yeah. Have you introduced anything new to your life? Did you see
7: my, I, I posted on Instagram, I tried baking. And it, my cake boiled. <laughs> I doubled the butter on accident. It was a boxed mix. I mean, impossible to impossible to mess up. And I opened the oven and it was fully boiling. It was, it's, wow. al- it's alive. It's alive. It's, you look at it how, and you go, that's the virus.
1: Yeah. How did it turn out at the end?
7: It was really good and gooey. At the end? Don't judge a book by a cover because that was yeah. the most gooey, yummy cake in the world. But for presentation, it... Everyone has beautiful sourdoughs on Instagram and mine was like, Oh, she's not we need
2: to check on she's not doing well. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean if you're gonna make a mistake, doubling the butter is the that's the, the way to make,
2: go. Right? Yeah. Exactly. That's delicious. It was always meant to be that way. Yes. Uh, but I, I followed a box cake recipe to the tea and it still came out like atrocious. It really was cake for one. Like just keep it in the pan. Don't show <laughs> anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No Instagram do what you have photos, to do.
6: Please. Yeah. <laughs> no. This is a behind closed door type of a dessert situation. <laughs> yeah. The best desserts always are. You know, if you're showing it's your true. dessert on Instagram, I don't want to eat that. That doesn't, exactly. there's no way that tastes good. It's beautiful. Hang it on your wall, but I don't want to put it in my mouth. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah like you want like the tub of frosting that's what like you're not going to take yeah. a
7: picture of that yeah yeah, Honest, right? yeah.
6: honestly yeah honestly baking. do you need even need to turn on the oven for baking that's not it's the pre-oven is when it's good that's when it's peak it's like when it's just in the bowl and you're just kind of crying and just kind of putting it in your mouth right. with your at hands.
1: that point it's all potential you know what i mean <laughs> so. yeah,
5: yeah exactly
6: that's hope to me that's hope <laughs> that is hope
5: <laughs>
7: Do you feel this way, May? Like, it has been kind of nice to, like, connect with old friends in a way that I probably wouldn't have before this? <laughs> like Butter? Is that what that was? That
6: <laughs> Butter's definitely, definitely an old friend. Butter Butter's has, like – Butter's an old friend that I had, hadn't, hadn't spent a lot of time with. Uh, yeah, I have been connecting with all kinds of people. It's, like, people popping into my head. I would even remember their name. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, that person really – they helped me through a lot. Uh, so, yeah, it's been good for that. I, I've connected –
2: Sometimes I'm sort of like, why? I mean, like, I want to connect with... (laughs) Yes. But at the same time, when people have reached out from years ago, I assume that they have hit O in their alphabetized contacts. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I assume. And that's why I go, why? Why? Because you're just going through a list and now we're here.
6: I know. <laughs> but, well, I was just talking to my friend Oscar. And, uh, yeah, exactly. Was <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then Otto is you next. You know what? That's so what I'm going to uh, do. Next, I t- love next you, time okay. I talk to
2: someone, I'm going to say, Who, who's the last person you talk to? <laughs> <laughs> going to suss it out.
6: That's how you answer the phone now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alyssa May,
7: are you ready to do some trivia? We would love to, but we have to tell you. Beware, May and I have are two of the worst people that do trivia. We are both. Yeah, we are.
6: It's going to be a. Yes, it's a it's, real weakness for us. It's trivia. a real.
7: Perfect. Yeah, it's kind a of a source, <laughs> of ang- source, of, source of anxiety. Yeah, um, we don't have a lot of info stored up
6: here, unfortunately. Yeah, <laughs> me, uh, no, retaining is not so much my thing. I just kind of cruise by. Yeah, information. Let me just
2: and, reassure you that you're not here because we expect you to know trivia. You're here because you both have great at home audio equipment. <laughs> Do you have any idea how hard God. it is to
7: find people with a good <laughs> mic?
6: Thank you for recognizing our true strengths.
2: <laughs> alright We're going to play another round of a music parody game called Love is a Four-Letter Word. So we took well-known songs with the word love in the title and rewrote them to be about other four-letter words that begin with the letter L.
1: So when I stop singing, you're just going to jump in and sing the song's title? but replace the word love with the other four-letter L word I'm hinting at in the clues. Alyssa, this one's for you.
5: Thank you. Meat that you can cut into a rack Or throw it in a euro for a snack You could serve a leg with some mint jelly on the side It's easy
7: Okay, well, I know the clue.
1: You don't know the song, though. (laughs) (laughs) All you you need is lamb. That's what we were looking for.
7: All you need is lamb.
2: (laughs)
1: There you go. Yeah, you got it.
2: I've been eating a lot of meat. I know that's not very popular with our vegan and vegetarian (laughs) friends and listeners. But I got to tell you, on top of baking, I've been eating a lot of meat.
7: I get it. I'm a vegetarian, but I'm like, I'm a week away for sure.
1: (laughs) 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 All right, May. here's one for you.
5: Don't touch my hat or my hair. Got tiny parasites that live in there. I need a special shampoo and a fine tooth comb and a brand new social
1: life.
6: Well, once again, I am in the same boat as Alyssa.
1: It's a Huey Lewis song. What if I tell you it's a Huey Lewis song?
6: Um, That'll do nothing I for say either of us. We- <laughs> Huey, who? Uh, sounds like a great guy. Um, lice, 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 lice. Lice. Mm, that's L- right.
1: Lice is correct. And that was The Power of Love by Huey Lewis.
6: The Power of Lice.
2: Remember when you could get close enough to a stranger
1: to, <laughs> to kill
6: <get> uh, a <laughs> What I wouldn't give for some lice now, just the company of just knowing that you just got a head full of
1: friends riding along. Friends,
5: yeah. Oh, God.
1: (laughs) Okay, here's yours, Alyssa.
5: You must understand certain foods are now banned for the next six weeks. On Fridays, it's fish until Easter, no dish that had hooves or beaks. I'm a Catholic. So I'll make it stick. I must try to ignore that delicious meat smell. Oh. What? What?
1: (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. You froze just as you were singing. So I (laughs) did not hear what you sang.
2: Oh, can I take a screenshot of this really quickly, though? Oh, it's so good. Yes. Am I still
1: frozen? No. No, now you're back. No,
2: you're back.
7: Ugh. Okay, um, can lead me in, Jonathan, uh, will you? I'll
1: lead you in, yeah. I must <laughs> okay, try here we go.
7: to
5: ignore that delicious meat smell. Whoa.
7: What's Lent got to do, got to do yeah, it?
5: Yeah, that's right.
2: <laughs> uh, did you guys do anything for Lent? Did you guys give up anything or you give up?
7: I'm, up not a, I'm
6: not a Lenter. Okay. I don't believe in giving things up.
7: I usually am, but yeah, this year it got away from me. But I
6: did watch church on uh, YouTube.
7: Which was how was it? I was like, this should have been like this the whole time. (laughs) I would be devout. (laughs) I'd be a nun. (laughs) In bed, lying down, watching it. I was like, this is (laughs)
2: exactly closer to God. That's how you're closer to God. Lying down in your own bed. That's right. God's probably in bed. (laughs) Oh, for sure.
7: Yeah, he's on his cloud.
1: (laughs) All right, mate. Here's one for you. Great. Is stayed War
5: gets mom's light fixture we'll see
1: shade was expensive it's tiffany both sisters knowing
6: light is a battlefield
1: oh no (laughs) that 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 time (laughs) that is very close light is not a four-letter word
6: L I T E L I T E L I T E L I T E That's what I meant uh, Was it Lamp is a Battlefield?
1: Lamp is a Battlefield That's right That's exactly right Alright here's another one for Alyssa
7: Oh god Okay here we go
5: Bring in your car And we'll grease up your chassis Done in a jiffy With spray or a tube Easing the friction, it's our jurisdiction. You won't pay a lot for the... (laughs) We're on to you. We're on to you. (laughs) Pretending to be frozen.
7: I'm pretending to be frozen on that one. You you caught me. (laughs) (laughs) The song... I definitely don't know the song. The thing you're cluing, Let's think. Uh, la la la.
1: Uh, greasing, greasing up your uh, your car. Yeah. Lube. Lube is what we were looking for. That's right.
2: That's right. Wow.
1: <laughs> but that was the glory, the glory of love by Peter Cetera. Okay. This is the. You guys will be relieved to hear this is the last one. May this is for you. No. no so
5: Please, soon, more. So soon? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Washer, dryer, setting traps Supposed to catch these fuzzy scraps
5: But they never catch enough Check my pockets and I find this stuff Have to brush my black clothes So they don't look rough It's in my belly button too Ooh Lint, Lint, Lint. Yeah.
6: Lint.
1: Yes. That was We Found Love by Rihanna.
6: Wow. We Found oh, Lint wow. in a Hopeless Place. Yeah. Great. yeah. that's right. Love that. Okay.
2: Great game. And guess what? You guys are
6: tied. Tied. Yeah. It's neck, neck
5: uh, right. it and neck. I love next. a tie. <laughs> it's like, yes, we love, lo- we like, a tie. like a
6: tie. It's good. We'll, we'll right. remain friends after this. It's not gonna, you know. Yeah. You're both weird equally energy. enough. We're both equally enough. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much.
2: After the break, we'll be back to play another game with Alyssa and May, and step back, Ken Jung and Jenny McCarthy. I'm going to talk to the real masked singer, country musician Orville Peck Plus, we're going to welcome a very special contestant who lives with me in this very house? Who will it be? My husband? My son? Some ants I found in a calicorn bag? Anything's possible! Stay tuned to find out. I'm Ophira Eisenberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR.
8: Support for NPR and the following message come from Betterment, the automated investing and savings app. CEO Sarah Levy explains how Betterment's technology helps investors better understand and save on taxes. So taxes are a real cost of investing as are fees.
7: Understanding your after-tax, after-fee returns is really what's important for investors. An example would be when you buy and sell Uh, securities frequently, you can pay a lot of taxes because short-term capital gains, meaning I bought it and I sold it fairly quickly, have higher taxes than long-term capital gains. Our technology in particular will tell you what the tax implication of a
8: particular move you'd like to make is going to be before you make that move so that you're making it with full transparency. Learn more at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, performance not guaranteed.
0: Support for NPR and the following message come from the Lemelson Foundation, dedicated to improving lives through invention, innovation, and climate action.
7: They're dealing with the economic impact of the coronavirus and hear about some of the ways they're pivoting to fight it. Subscribe or listen
8: now to How I Built This.
1: This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Now here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
2: Thanks, Jonathan. We're playing games with comedians and hosts of the podcast Crazy in Bed, Alyssa Limpiris and Mae Wilkerson. Alyssa Mae, would you like to play another game?
6: Yes. Absolutely.
2: So we have a word game for you.
6: Oh, okay. Uh, now we're talking.
2: It's called Stars in the Stars. Uh, we'll imagine what would happen if famous people throughout history were also space travelers. But... They only visited things that rhyme with their names. Okay.
1: For example, if I said she sang Love is a Battlefield and now she's moved the fight to a giant ball of flaming gas, you would answer Pat Benatar on a star.
6: Would we, though? <laughs> would we, Jonathan? You
1: definitely
5: would. You definitely would.
6: would we? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for believing in us uh, in this hypothetical scenario.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. May. This yes. one's for you. Oh no! The star of Some Like It Hot is getting pretty cold on this dwarf planet, formerly known as the ninth planet from the sun. <laughs>
6: <laughs> okay, um, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> yes, really. Okay, and then uh, Pluto. Yes. Marilyn oh my Monroe God. Marilyn Monroe on
2: Pluto.
1: Well done. Uh, all right, Alyssa. When this leader of the temperance movement takes a break from demolishing saloons with a hatchet, she visits a configuration of stars as seen from Earth.
7: Oh, of course.
1: You know, the leader of the temperance movement.
7: Alice Quipper on the Big Dipper. (laughs) I hope she gets a point for rhyming. Her rhyming abilities are. That's a yes, and we'll move on to the next one. You know what?
1: That's such a great answer, I'm not even going to check and see if it's correct. (laughs) If I, if I tell you the second word, maybe you could guess the first, the person from the rhyme. If I tell you constellation, does that help you know the name of the woman who used to bust up saloons with the
7: constellation. hatchet? Constellation. And I think we can all say this one together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, your audio cut out for a second. I didn't hear what it was.
7: Oh, this technology. But I'm going to assume
1: you were correct. Yes, Carrie Nation on a Constellation is correct. Yes. I yeah. Mean, yes. Okay. Uh, May. Mm-hmm. The singer known for
2: solitude and strange fruit is somewhere in our own spiral galaxy.
6: I don't think I know what a single word is that you just said.
2: (laughs) Okay, so it's the singer known for solitude and strange fruit is somewhere in our own spiral galaxy is known. Also a delicious chocolate bar. Yeah. With, uh, nougat.
6: <laughs> with nougat, with nougat, the snicker, the Milky Way, the yeah, Milky yeah. Way, and um, uh, Audra Day.
2: <laughs> Good enough, Billy Holiday. Billy
6: Holiday, way. of course. Okay. I know who Billy Holiday is. I just didn't know that song.
1: All right, Alyssa. This is the final question of the game.
6: Okay, here we go. A lot
1: riding on this.
7: Here we go. Orville thinks
1: he's so great because he piloted the first successful airplane flight. But his brother and co-inventor one-upped him by landing on an object that moves around a planet or star.
7: Calhoun landed on the moon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that's I like pretty your good. Answers so much better than the ones that's we have written here. Uh, <laughs> Calhoun landed on the moon. I, that's very yep. close. Uh, do you know the brothers? The brothers who invented the airplane.
7: The Wright brothers.
1: Uh huh. All right, well, so what we were looking for was Wilbur Wright on a satellite.
7: Oh, satellite, satellite. Uh, but
1: as I say, I much prefer Calhoun went to the Oh, moon. that's just so great.
2: Uh, guess what?
1: Your guys are tied again. This has been has been good. Are
2: you kidding? This was basically one of the only moments of this much happiness in a while. So thank <laughs> you so much. This was so fun.
6: Yeah. Same, here. Same here. Same here, truly. Thank you, truly. Thank you so, much
4: so much for having,
9: having us. us. This was such a blast. <laughs> my my pleasure. This summer
2: All right, now it's time to welcome our special guest. He's a masked country musician. His debut 2019 album, Pony, was a hit with critics and fans, and his latest single, Summertime, which we are currently listening to, is out now. It's Orville Peck.
9: Howdy, howdy. Hi.
2: We are welcoming you as we welcome all of our guests now from their homes or undisclosed location.
9: <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a wacky time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? How are you coping? I'm okay. I mean, honestly, the, the interesting thing about the timing of this for me was, you know, obviously I was on tour during the middle yeah. of it, but, uh, I haven't had a, I haven't had a place to live for like over a year. Like I've just, because I, I've been traveling and touring so much. And so I actually, I secured a home <laughs> like, like three days before I left on that tour. So thankfully I had <laughs> somewhere to come back to, which is kind of <laughs> miraculous.
2: That is so... Super lucky. <laughs> so uh, you are known as a mask singer and our listeners can't see you right now, but you always perform with a Lone Ranger style mask and then f- often fringes on the bottom to obscure part of your face. You are wearing one right now. Black leather on the top, I would say, not able to see the material up close. And then a light blue fringe that falls from just below your nose uh, all the way down. It's very, very stylish. And, oh, thank And uh, where were you when you decided to make this part of your persona and image and, you know, musical image?
9: Uh, when I was a little kid, I was obsessed with cowboys and I was obsessed with like, um, like Cheyenne and the Lone Ranger and like all those old westerns. And I used to watch them religiously and Indiana Jones, which, you know, he's kind of like a cowboy. And sure. so I used to I used to just wear a cowboy hat. And my idea of what a cowboy was, because I watched all these old westerns, was I used to have a handkerchief that covered my face because I thought that's kind of just what a cowboy had, was like a cowboy hat and something covering their face because they were kind of like an outlaw.
2: Yeah, right.
9: Um, I'm not the first masked country singer. I'm not the first gay country singer. You know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's been around. You know, country music is such a genuine, sincere love of mine and has been since I was very young. And so I decided uh, I wanted to do what I love about classic country, this kind of era of country in the, the 60s and 70s, where you kind of had to pick your... It's like taking who you are at your core and kind of blowing it up huge. So Dolly Parton's very good about that. But for me, I just, I don't know, I I like doing everything kind of like 500%, you know?
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, the the part of the cowboy image I always loved was just the embodiment of like anti-establishment.
9: Totally. I mean, it's rebellion. I I mean, I see lots of parallels between country music and punk, uh, which is also something, you know, I played in punk bands when I was a kid and I grew up loving punk and all kinds of music. But I see a lot of, Um, it's funny I think country music has adopted this stigma over the past like 10 or 15 years that it's country music is supposed to be for like uh, you know well-adjusted straight white men uh, singing about like you know trucks and women and drinking beer and it's kind of meant for those people and made by those people and but I mean I've always thought of country as kind of being for like freaks and weirdos I mean it's the themes in country from the beginning of time have been about heartbreak, isolation, disappointment, alienation. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't sound like the well-adjusted experience to me, you know? That sounds like <laughs> right. that sounds like everybody I grew up with, that sounds like everything I've gone through. And so the idea that country is not accessible to, you know, queer people or marginalized people or, or anybody really is is just, it's like baloney to me.
2: <laughs> You're also a fan of John Waters and camp comedy. I, you know, I, I
9: cold called John Waters like a few months ago. What? Whoa. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I've, he's been like the biggest inspiration to me forever. And so there's this crazy story where basically someone I work with, like on my team, uh, sent me an email and they were like, I just saw John Waters Christmas speciality tours, you know, and um Yeah. And he was like and they were like, he spoke about you in his opening monologue, where he was saying his ideal Christmas party would be like and he named all these characters from his movies, and then he said an Orville Peck would be there. <laughs> now the imposter syndrome in me was like, there's no way that's what happened. He said something else. <laughs> he <laughs> must mean that like, Orville Peck. Yeah. yeah, like, you know, there's no way. I was like, you're either lying to me or you misheard, which <laughs> yeah. is both of which are unfair. So don't talk to me about it. Yeah. Um. And
2: like, I get it. It's Christmas, but come on <laughs> Yeah, like, you
9: know, and then someone else actually brought it up to me, like completely different. And so I, I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And so I... <laughs> I emailed we have a, we work with the same uh, booking agency. And so I emailed someone being like, oh, I just need John Waters number, actually, because we're supposed to have a conversation. And they were like, oh, OK, yeah, yeah. And they <laughs> sent me his number. And I was on tour in Australia. I thought, like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to I've been I've been staring at the phone number for like a week. Uh, and I was like, I'm just going to call him, you know, and what, what's the worst that could happen? He could just hang up or say, you know, whatever. And I called him and I, and I just hear someone go, hello. And,
5: <laughs> and I said,
9: and I said, Hey there, uh, is this, is this John? And he said, who is this? Uh, and I said, Oh, Hey John, this is, this is Orville Peck. And he said, Orville Peck, I'm a huge fan. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so I, I just like, you know, obviously evaporated. He's just the funniest guy, you know, like everything. Cause I've read all these books. I've obviously seen all these movies. Like, It just felt like exactly what you would expect John Waters to be like. And And the voice is so good. The voice. And it's crazy. I mean, now him and I talk uh, probably every week.
2: Yeah. And now, see, and this is another wonderful example about how lying pays off.
9: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Couldn't recommend it enough. Yeah.
2: So we have a game for you. Okay. Uh, About, you you mentioned that one of your idols is Dolly Parton, one of your musical idols. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, So when you were a kid, you actually thought that she was playing a character. (laughs) I thought she was like
9: Elvira or Pee Wee Herman or something. (laughs) You know, it obviously had a very lasting effect (laughs) on me. I feel like a little bit that's what she's going for.
2: Yeah. All right. So, and you're a fan of Whitney Houston? I mean, who Uh, isn't?
1: But
9: (laughs) Whitney, I just got to say, I mean... Whitney Houston is my absolute all-time favorite singer. I mean, I just don't think that there has ever been a voice like hers, and I don't think there ever will be.
2: Perfect, because we have a game for you called Whitney, Dolly, or Both. Oh, no. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) It's really simple. We're just going to give you a fact. Uh, You're going to tell us whether the fact is about Whitney Houston, Dolly Parton, or both of them. So let's try it. Let's do an an opener. All right, I'm ready. Let's see. Okay, Whitney or Dolly, who won a Grammy for singing I Will Always Love You?
9: I think it was Whitney, right? It wasn't Dolly?
2: It was Whitney Houston, that is right, but fun fact, as they say. So Dolly originally recorded it in 1974, but Whitney's cover was released in 1992, went platinum only eight times.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, what are you going to do?
2: And Dolly Parton said in an interview that when Whitney did it, that she got all the money for the publishing and writing, and with it, she bought a lot of cheap wigs. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) All right, Orville, which artist has a star on the Hollywood Walk of fame.
9: Oh, it's got to be both. Surely. I mean, ooh. (laughs) I'm going to say, I mean, come to think of it, I don't know if I've ever seen Dolly Parton have like her star. I'm going to say Whitney and not Dolly, strangely. All right.
2: It's actually the reverse, but so it is Dolly Parton. Does Dolly Parton technically has two stars? uh, One of her own and one shared with her trio bandmates Emmylou Harris and Linda Ronstadt. So, but here's the deal with Whitney: the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce did select a star for Whitney Houston in 1995, but Whitney's team never got back to them to solidify (laughs) a date. Oh my and God. Then, That's almost
9: kind of iconic. That's almost <laughs> better than having a star. Just being like, "Sorry, we didn't. We didn't get back. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't mean, have time in my schedule to deal with this whole star business." Or just I love sort of that. Like,
2: I decline. I decline. I decline this star. I love
1: that. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is your last question. Who was nominated for Album of the Year in 1988 but lost to
9: U2's "The Joshua Tree"? album of the year it must be oh it could be both actually I mean I'm gonna say I feel like definitely Whitney 88 because I think that's when I think that's when Whitney came out isn't it 88 um I'm gonna say Whitney Houston you 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 are you were
1: hot on the trail it is both both of them Dolly uh, was nominated yeah. for You started
2: with both though
1: I yeah, you started with I should have
9: gone with my instincts, you know?
1: What were the albums? So, Dolly was nominated for Trio, which was her collaboration with Emily Harris and uh, Linda Ronstadt. Right. And Whitney was nominated for what was her second studio album, Whitney.
9: Oh, there we go.
2: Uh, what a pleasure. You did fantastic. Oh, thank you. Know you know everything. Thank you, yeah. And what a pleasure it is to talk to you. And uh, I mean, I look forward to seeing you uh, live on stage, but also... yeah, Me too. I, I, look, I look forward to <laughs> just continue
3: to
0: see uh,
2: all the stuff that you're throwing out there for the digital audiences to oh, enjoy.
9: no, no. It's my <laughs> pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. and uh, This has been really fun. Thank you, Orville. Thanks,
2: Orville's guys. debut album, Pony, is available now. Thank you again, Orville Peck. Thanks, y'all. That's our show, everybody. But before we go, I just wanted to share one more thing. Uh, Since we're in quarantine and my son Lucas has been challenging me every day, I decided to challenge him to a game that combines two of his favorite things, theme songs and superheroes. Here you go. Lucas, how are you? Good. Okay, so here's the game that we're gonna play. You okay. wanna play a game?
5: Yes, Ophira.
2: <laughs> we're gonna play. I'm gonna play you a superhero theme song, and you're just gonna tell me what superhero it is. Okay? All right. Okay. How about this one? Oh, Batman! Batman. Do you like Batman? yes batman okay good that was good all right we're gonna make it get a little harder how about this one
5: all those who chose to oppose his shield must yield and he's led to a fight and a duel is due and the red and the Um, white and the captain america how's it go when captain america goes,
2: okay all right good enough good enough (laughs) okay this is my favorite one
5: who's this Tony Stark makes you feel He's a cool, sick, and the heart steel An Iron Man hawk That's so a place He's fighting, it's fighting with Repulsorace Amazing armor, Iron Man blazing power That's Iron Man Nice!
2: Indeed, that is correct Alright, this is your last one Okay
5: Cross the Rainbow Bridge of Asgard Where the blue
2: Uh, Yay! You got them all right! 100%. Good job. Ask Me Others' house musician is Jonathan Colton. Hey,
1: my name anagrams to thou to cannon.
2: Our puzzles are written by Jonathan Bayless, Jamie Greenberg, Carol Lee, Ruth Morrison, and senior writer Karen Lurie, with additional material by Ashley Brooke Roberts and Kate Villa. Ask Me Others produced by Travis Larchuk, Kiara Powell, Nancy Seychow, James Sparber, Ramel Wood, and our intern Nick Garrison. Our senior supervising producer is Rachel Neal, and our bosses' bosses are Steve Nelson and Anya Grundman. next time on ask me another we hope you've got room for four more on your quarantine from parks and recreation we'll be joined by actor ben Schwartz. and from hbo's silicon valley we'll have actor thomas middleditch plus brooklyn 99 stephanie beatrice and superstores lauren ash will drop in so join me on npr's ask me another the answer to life's funnier questions
8: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Homes.com. You don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, local amenities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. And NPR listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash NPR. In this country, some truths
7: aren't self-evident. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as wide-ranging and real as the people who tell them, we celebrate the Black experience for all its soul and richness. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths, wherever you get podcasts.